Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm joined by my friends Alex and Peter. Uh, I might sound a little bit hoarse. I might sound a little bit monotone today. Well, a couple things have to do with that. I'm away now. Um, I, I am not home. I'm visiting my grandparents in Florida. So very exciting here. And you think, oh, Florida, like everyone in the U.S., you know, that you know, it's like the heat is so hot. And, you know, you get a break for everyone who's, you know, on the East Coast, Um at least upper josh uh, thank you for telling us that the heat is hot anyway um everyone on the that was funny it it was hilarious sorry uh you know they're used to the cold and then you 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 take a vacation in the florida to get to the warmth and um right now it's 50 something degrees and rainy so what did i come here for visiting family that's that's what it is you have to keep that in mind um we love that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm in basically like an Airbnb with all my family right now. I love how this is like a 10 minute explanation, but I'm doing it anyway. Uh, so I don't have my mic and I don't want to wake everyone up. So I think that's pretty, pretty fair. Um, so that is why I sound like this, but I still want to make it clear because this is a very, uh, this is a very personal thing to my heart. Chelsea uh, lost to Wolves 2-1 on Sunday. That was Christmas Eve. And what happened? Well, Alex and Peter were away. And what happened? An episode didn't get recorded. But who was willing to record that episode? Me. Because I was home and I was going to do it by myself. But 
I wasn't allowed to because they wanted to join, but then they never could because, you know, they don't value this podcast the same way that I do. Now look at what happens. Roles reversed. I mean, Peter's still away, but this is why we have to wake up at 9 a.m. East Coast time to record this episode just for Peter. Um, and then Alex is home. Uh, By the way, I'm just saying you can't say you're extremely committed to the podcast and they're complaining about a wake-up time for it. Uh, that's actually hypocritical. So just that. I'm just saying. Uh, ju- just uh, saying again, just, just, just saying we did not record the episode after the Christmas Eve match because you guys are away and not going to be yeah. fair. It was also Christmas Eve. It was also Christmas Eve yeah. and then Christmas the following day. Well, exactly. there's when you're, there, when you're Jewish, we don't have to worry about that stuff. So, but again, was going to record it solo. Wasn't allowed. That's not true. You could have done it. You that's, could have done it. That's but then, such a lie. Like, okay, okay. Anyway, guys. Anyway, guys. We're here to talk about Chelsea's, <laughs> Chelsea's... Well, I guess we could talk about Chelsea's loss against the Wolves too, but Chelsea's loss against the But mainly... But we uh, don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Let's see Let's see how Peter does in the hosting role, guys. Here we go. Hopefully. Well, you're, you're getting into it already. What are we talking about today, Peter? Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Talking <laughs> Podcast. My name's Peter. I'm Sean. I'm my co-host, Josh and Alex. You know, I was doing a really good. I just fell there. off my chair, but Peter. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, Peter, when you're supposed to host, you don't currently crack up during the intro. So, oh, sorry. I think, sorry. I think we'll throw it back to me. <laughs> Chelsea's 2-1 win over Crystal Palace that occurred yesterday, and we're recording the morning after, to talk about Chelsea's good ball movement in the first half. Matt Awake scoring a winning penalty to get Chelsea the win in like the 90th minute. When does this happen to our football club this season? Chelsea's in 10th now after beating Crystal Palace, which is one of the better sides left in the European Championship. What what what, what what's what's going on right now? Like what are we what are we what are we talking about here? Yeah, okay. Anyway, I know Crystal Palace is up there in 15th. Chelsea's in there in 10th, so I don't know really um how much we should be celebrating, but you know, Take the wins where we can get them. And another win that hopefully should be occurring is against Luton Town, another relegated side, or soon to be, uh, this upcoming weekend. But again, before that, we'll talk about Chelsea's match. Guys, I'll send it to you. Um, I guess like the how you're doing part is kind of already out the window, but I'll still ask it anyway and then get your opening remarks about this game. Well, I'm doing well. I'm actually very disappointed now that my hosting role was temporarily revoked after my uh, one minute of doing it. But, uh, you know, I as I always say, I'm doing better after, after Chelsea wins, so it's great to see that. It's great to see that we look like a competent side at times. Uh, I think definitely we started the game out very, very, very strong. I think Mudrick definitely performed well at the beginning. He made a lot of good runs. Obviously, he scored the opener. Uh, but then I think as the game along, we kind of we kind of just faded away a little bit, and then especially after they scored the goal, but really not until Madueke came on in the last 20, 15 minutes did we look like we actually looked dangerous again. Because at that point, it looked they just put everyone back behind the ball, and as we know, Chelsea aren't capable of breaking down low blocks. So I mean, even even I don't want to say that penalty was lucky, but I mean that from it came off of a corner. So we didn't even break down, really break down the low block because he Budrick was just on the edge of the box. He makes a good move, gets tripped. But obviously, a win's a win, and that's the most important thing. And we needed the win, and so I'm glad that we could win, even if maybe 
I wouldn't say we didn't deserve to win because I thought we looked dangerous for a lot of the game. But I think Crystal Palace, it could be fair to say that their fans would be disappointed with the result that they got in this game. Yeah, I'd agree. I think it wasn't a convincing performance, that's for sure. Um, And I think that's something that us Chelsea fans are really striving for at this point. Can we win a game 3-0, 4-0? I know I'm talking crazy things right now. You guys are in disbelief, but... Um, three, four, nil, three, one, four, one, something where we're winning by more than one goal, uh, would really be, I think, you know, beneficial to this team's confidence, to the fans' confidence. It'd be a great goal, Alex, is what it would be. It would, it would be awesome, wouldn't it? Um, and I think, you know, that is the key. If we can start, yes, stringing together, uh, a, a series of wins, but a, a series of convincing wins would be better. Obviously, I know I'm sounding like Mr. Obvious right now, but whatever, I'll get back into the game now. Um, I, I thought in general, the front three, front four, I should say, you know, operated pretty decent to start the game, but then kind of, like you said, Peter, faded off toward the middle uh, of the game until, you know, some changes were made. Madweke came on, like you said. Um, you know, Broja, I thought he came on, he had like a good initial burst uh, where he looked very good, like, directly after coming on and then just was terrible um you know ever pretty much right after that um I thought in Kunku out of you know pretty good game uh Mudrik was obviously excellent right in the beginning of the game he had that beautiful pass in I believe it was to Ian Matson I want to say or, or it was either Matson or in Kunku um and and that you know almost ended up going in um and I thought, uh, you know, obviously one of the high headlines of the game here, Lavia came on. He looked, you know, kind of for a short cameo, you know, to be fair, but he looked pretty decent, I guess you could say, coming off of that long-term injury. So it was good to see him back on the pitch as well. Uh, but did you see, unfortunately, that after the game, uh, it's been confirmed by Posh that he actually picked up the thigh issue after the game. You know, he played 30 I mean, minutes. Of course, I mean... Peter, what why, can, why can we have a nice it's thing? A, it's impossible. I mean, how can you come on for a cameo and not get injured? It's impossible. <laughs> exactly. What you expected, exactly. So, yeah, but just wanted to throw that in there, too. Uh, that, yeah, there is a thigh issue. I'm not sure if we've gotten more news this morning, but just to make people aware of it, that as good, he's obviously he's not going to look good because he's rusty, but and now he's going to probably be on the set for another spell on the sideline, so he'll be even more rusty when he comes back the next time. Guys, I, I just want to give credit to Chelsea in the way that their ball movement showed really in the first 30 minutes of this match. It was very creative. It, it left open lanes, especially for that Mikhail and Woodrick goal. I think that that was set up because of good ball movement in the front side. Uh, and, and Chelsea were able to kind of expose Crystal Palace early. Also, we had a couple other chances that I, I wish were goals, right? You have that Nkunku chance late in the first half. You had Ian Matson with the shot wide. We had Nico Jackson with an opportunity. I mean, this game could have been, like you said, Alex, if those Chelsea players were able to take on those runs and finish at the net. In the early stages of this match, and like I said, the first 30 to 40 minutes, it could have been 3-0. But it's just a matter of kind of, you know, we already have the ball movement down. We're already passing it pretty well amongst each other. And now it's just a matter of finishing. You know, it's Chelsea able to finish and get that goal. Um, and they were not able to do that besides the Mudrick chance. But I do like to give credit to Nico Jackson up front. I would like to give credit to Matson. I would like to, you know, give credit to Nkunku and, and Mudrick. And 
you know, being able to see in Kunku now sort of, I I don't know if thriving is too much of a, too big of a term to say, but starting to fit in, I guess, with this Chelsea team now coming off of injury. Um, it's a really good thing uh, and happy thing to see. But then on the other end, after that 30 to 40 minutes, you know, we break down on a counterattacking chance, right? And then that's why Elisa gets that goal. By the way, off his chest, that was a beautiful touch. I mean, that's something that you only, not only see, but, you know, you see from really good players. And Michael Elisa, I think, fits that mold. I think you guys would agree, um, you know, to get that touch, uh, you know, and then and then the goal off of that um, from the cross was, was a really nice goal. Uh, but it's just like something that kind of alludes to what I was talking about. We have all this pressure and then we lose it. And then one counter opportunity, you know, counter attack opportunity stems from it, um, for the opposite side. And Crystal Palace is just able to capitalize on that. And boom, it's one, one. Um, and it, we take that all the way to the 89th minute, uh, where Chelsea are, you know, you could say somewhat lucky enough to get a penalty and not lucky. I mean, Madaway Gay you know, able to score that penalty is a different story, but, um, you know, it's another game where I would still kind of say Chelsea might have led the possession, but Crystal Palace led the attack. If that makes any sense. Um, I just felt like besides those 20 to 30 minutes, it really did seem like whoever was getting most of the shots on board. And when I read the stats later, we'll see if I'm right. Um, was mostly, you know, Crystal Palace, um, from what I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'd say that's pretty fair because, I mean, it's kind of what's always happened when we go against a team that's set up at a low block is that we just try to pass the ball around. We look really stagnant for most of the game. We did well in those 30, 45 minutes. We constantly were moving the ball around. We had players who would dribble up, dribble around, create passing lanes. But after 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 those 30 minutes, it, it was just what always happens where we go into a low block we make one bad pass after just passing around for a bit, and then they counter. And that's basically what happened for most of the game until, I mean, I said it earlier, but we kind of got lucky with the penalty, but I was really expecting it to be a draw or a loss after they scored that goal, because once they can sit back and defend, it's really hard for for Chelsea always. And it's not even like a posh thing. It's just Chelsea in general. We haven't, every manager we've had has been unable to beat a low block. But yeah, I'd agree with you, Josh. I think, I think maybe well, the shots will be pretty even on the stats, but I feel like a lot of those shots are kind of empty, so to speak. And I feel like I, I feel like it was pretty even. And it, I think I think Crystal Palace definitely looked more dangerous than Chelsea did for a majority of that game. Uh, and I just want to speaking of them looking dangerous, I want to say uh, Badiashi uh, look second straight game. He's looked a bit. I don't want to say I don't want to say he's looked. More, but he's made some crucial mistakes, and obviously, he's a young center back, right? It's gonna happen. But I think making that first mistake, obviously giving up, giving Wolves a free goal, and then coming here, he I forget what it was, but he very much let uh, I think it was Mateta just get the ball around him, and they create a good chance off of it. I think he's obviously talented. We've seen what he can do, but. I just wanted to have your guys' thoughts on uh, his performance and like what w- what we should do with him and how we can get him back to his because we obviously know how classic player he is. Peter, what is this? Well, what is this pronunciation? You you you're making us all look like fools here. Batty is she? I'm sorry. Us Batty is shield. That's better, I think, right there. Um. Well, I would agree with you. I think 
He's been shaky at times, but I think there's also been movement around him, which also doesn't help. Uh, whether it's at the left back spot or his, you know, center back spot next to him, or even shifts in the midfield right in front of him, like there's been a lot of movement, um, a, a lot of turnover, and I think that could be part of it. Um, and also just, you know, it's obviously this Chelsea team's just not playing at their top confidence level, and you know, I think he's probably a part of that where you know this team's just not playing at at its best, and and you know that kind of lowers the standard of the you know of every player that's in there as well so uh, I, I think that could be part of the issue and um yeah I would agree he wasn't great against Palace I don't think he was great against Wolves so um yeah it's it's definitely tough but he's also a young player um I know he seems so um you know old and composed and um experienced on the ball but you know as a player he's really I believe he's like what 22 23 I don't think he's that old um, so he's still a very young player, but in comparison to some of the under, uh, other younger guys, uh, on the team, he, you know, he seems very experienced, uh, and, you know, more of one of the leaders on the team, but that's not really the case. Yeah. He's 22. Oh, that, that's how you end it. I was just, um, I was going to end it there. And then I was like, yeah, he's 22. Cause I confirmed it. He just like finished the same. He's like, and, um, yeah, he's 22 and just yeah. mute. Yeah, I'm done. That's all um, I to say. No, yeah, I, I mean, he summed it up pretty well. And you actually reminded me, Alex, that in the back of Chelsea's uh, formation is not only Batty Ashiel, but also another Chelsea young player who's even younger at 20 years old. And that was Malo Gusto, who I was giving credit to like four or five players pulling like a Peter uh, when I was talking a little bit earlier. And I forgot to shout out Malo Gusto, who looked absolutely phenomenal in this match, I would say. And we'll get to that. Uh, you know, a little bit later, if you guys are down, we'll do those Chelsea player match ratings because it was a Chelsea win. But I, I do wanted to give credit to Malagusto because I thought his performance is pretty superb and hopefully Gold.com agrees with that as uh, Peter and Gold.com have a little bit of beef right now. Um, we'll get to that a little bit later. Chelsea's stats uh, or just the stats from this match, 13-9, Crystal Palace led that, 5-4 shots on target, also led by Crystal Palace, but Chelsea led the possession with 64% of it, almost uh, 300 more passes than Crystal Palace. Foul 16-13, Crystal Palace of that. 3-2 in yellow cards, Chelsea led that. Um, offsides is actually 6-3 Crystal Palace, but that that goal ruled off late uh, by Nico Jackson. Luckily, it didn't matter in the end of things. And then 4-3 corners, Chelsea led that. And like I said, with this win, Chelsea now moves into 10th. Although Wolves is still tied with them in points-wise. And same thing with Bournemouth with 25. Uh, but Chelsea do still sit in 10th due to uh, goal differential being plus two. And their next match is against Luton Town on Saturday at 7.30 uh, for us. We're going to talk about that game in a little bit. But first, are you guys good with doing Chelsea player ratings? Let's do it. We have to keep the tradition alive. Let's do it. You don't. So uh, we're going to go to goal.com again. Uh, for Alex, who doesn't know because he wasn't here, Peter and I have now discovered that the average is not a six, it is a five. Okay, so keep that uh, in mind. The average is a five for goal.com. Peter, any other pointers that you want to give Alex and kind of explain your beef with goal.com a little bit to him? Maybe. Well, like, don't be reasonable, okay? Some of these ratings are very unreasonable. Like, you're going to be like, oh, it's definitely a six. It's a five. Or, oh, it's definitely an eight. It's like a six or like a nine. 
Okay. You just have so to just it, it, so just say random numbers. Honestly, it might be better than trying to actually get it right. I'm not gonna lie. Are you guys I working guess. together though? Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. This is you a team. Josh, we're a team. You understand on this podcast where this is the like chemistry shown by Chelsea in this game. And the, 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 <laughs> at least that's what we're gonna show right now. Yeah, I'm calling my shot. I believe we get at least a five out of eleven. Bang. We better right at least a five out of eleven. That's like an average performance. All right. I'm yeah, saying I just made, Peter, I Peter, I just said I just said like something. I'm like, well, well, that's let's, let's see if you love. We'll see if you live up to those standards. How about that? Let's, All right, let's start off with the first player, Petrovic and Nat. I'd say a six. Yeah, one for one so far. Not oh, really who busy. let us he cook. One good stop at his near post. Guy I just spoke about, Malo Gusto. It's a seven or an eight, I think. But I but he got the be like a six. Um, no, okay. It can't. If it's a six, if it's a six, we're switching from gold.com next time. Because all right, that's seven, what that six, I don't know what it is. Really? But he got right, the assist it, too. He got the assist. Eight, 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 eight. No, but it could be seven. Oh my! God. I, I, it like has to. Be, I'm gonna say eight just because he was my player that match, so I have to go. All right, that's eight. just like my personal thing. Guys, two for two. Malo Gusto an eight out of ten. Almost unplayable in the first half. He found so much space down the right. Bizarre decision for Pochettino to move him to the opposite side, which stifled his influence. Although they still give him an eight. So there you go there. Uh, Axel Dasasi. I thought he was very six. impressive. I, would, I mean, uh, I mean, no, no, no. Well, okay, well, I agree it's a six probably, but I just want to say it's impressive because he keeps being forced to play right back because Poch wants to move yeah, start a right uh, left back so a center back can play right back. But it's I thought for for that reason he was pretty good. But I do think his performance was a six. All right, so your first loss, which is not that it's bad. That's seven because they gave him a seven last time too because they're gonna five. Whoa, you're shaking his head right now. Five. Yeah, she... Defended pretty well, but was untidy in possession at times. Is what Gold.com says, and they gave Axel the saucy the average five. I guess that's fair. Betty Shield. Or five. Right, five. I would say five, yeah. You guys, uh, you know how Peter talked earlier about, you know, the outlandish uh, ways of pull.com? In games like a seven or something? Yeah. A shaky start, but grew into the game nicely. Did not put a foot wrong on the ball. Betty Shield gets a seven. You guys are two I for four. Put a foot wrong. He very much didn't put a foot wrong. I can pull up the clip. Oh, you just got the receipts, guys. This is what I'm talking Levi about. Levi Colwell. Colwell was also poor. Average is five, though. Well, why is she just got a seven? Yes, a six. Oh, a six. six. Guys, I'm going to just keep playing with your heads a little bit. You're going two for five because Levi Colwell got a four. That's, that's had to win the header for Elise's goal. He didn't. And the Frenchman scored not his best night and was subbed off before the hour mark. All right, on to the midfield. Moises Caicedo. So my head is, I don't know where my head is at. I don't six? know. Where this, I would say six, two, but like I could see it being anything from a five to a seven. Six. Six, Josh. Josh. Oh, whoa, whoa. Well, Peter didn't confirm. It was just Alex. Uh, um, 
I said six two, but I said six. I'm oh, sorry. Five two. Then. Uh, and then he started okay. saying it could be any number. Well, you got so six in there because you're two for six, and Moises Caicedo got that, a seven. Uh, played bro. some really nice cross field passes and broke things up in the midfield. Connor Gallagher, seven. No, it's a six. All right, I, I'm just like I, I could see I it being a played five, similar man. level to Caicedo. No, Gallagher was bad. Gallagher gave the ball away a lot of times. He this was not. He's having much better games than this. Let's go right. say six. All right, let's go six. Well. Let's start listening to Alex Morford. Oh my Peter. god, Connor Gallagher. Was, you know, he was, game was not a seven. And that was all action performance moved to a number 10 position in the second half and would have had an assist if Jackson could just finish. That's right. fair, I guess. I, I, I send Alex that part a little bit. I just said if Jackson could finish, but yeah. Oh, I <laughs> wish they said that because that actually gave me respect for Lopez. <laughs> I mean, they did say it. They said, and would have had an assist if Jackson could finish. They said that. Mm. Oh. Oh. That's I just made it a little more impactful. With my speaking, mm-hmm. my new I, uh, I think you guys are now two for seven, and we go to Christopher and Kunku. Uh, seven. I'd say seven. I thought he was very solid. Maybe, maybe the missed chance will bring it down. But I, I have no idea at this point. I'll just say seven. seven. Three for eight. You go get what's right go. here. Late Chelsea together wonderfully as an advanced midfielder before being shifted out wide for the final stages of a 70 minute outing. And Kunku with the seven. We move to the attack and we start with Woodra. Mm, this one's tough because eight, seven. Because eight for like the first 30 minutes, but then the rest of the game he was kind of non existent. But, but so the goal, like but the goal, but right. the goal. Eight. But Gusto got an eight, and they said he was unplayable. Like so, like that was like that's like high praise. Yeah, but like didn't like the saucy get a seven? The saucy got a five. That is she. Is she got a seven? Oh yeah. Let's just say know. eight. Let's just say eight. 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 Yeah, Mudrik gets a seven here, bro. I knew, I knew it too. I knew it too. He oh. knew it, guys. Uh, <laughs> Three for nine. Ford, just his fourth Chelsea goal, was encouraging to see him link up so effectively with Nkunku. Nico Jackson up front. Six. I have... It can be... But they also... Okay, they literally mentioned that Jackson couldn't finish in a different player, like... Five rating. It's king of four, but let's go five. Because he had good link-up play. Okay, I'm going to preface my rating by saying he should have gotten an assist if Nkunku could finish. So... Take that goal.com, but it's going to be like a three. But I'll say five. Five. Yeah, Peter's, Peter's got the right mindset here. You guys are three for 10. Nico Jackson gets a four on the day. Some good movements, but a lot of errors too. None bigger than the gift edge chance he missed in the second half. Had another chalked off for offside soon after. Poor lad. <laughs> That's oh my God. I mean, it's kind of fair though. Like, you gotta finish those chances, man. Like it's sad at this point. And then your final player, and by the way, it's now unreachable to get five. And I was gonna wait until the end to tell Alex you never call your shots before they happen, so you won't get five. Uh, if we get this right, if we get this right, and we get posh right, it's basically five. Yeah, well, right, let's go. Let's go. See if you get this right first. Ian Matson, five, six. No, from Matson, he was horrible. Five, four. I can, I'm oh. just saying random numbers. This three, two, one. Get real. Go all the way down. I've given up. Four. Let's just say four. <laughs> all right, let's go four. Yep. 
And so it's not possible because Ian Madsen got a five. Finally, bro, of course, he, started, he seemed to be trying too hard <laughs> to impress the time. Of course, he just did it. Didn't give <laughs> Pochettino much to think about with his play. Um, that ends you guys with a three. Watch probably got record like two. Again, again, this is why you never call your shots before it happens. Especially hey, with quick fire player rating. Quick fire, yeah. fire subs if we get them all right. If we get them all right, it basically counts. You're going to get the first one wrong. Lavia. Six. Five. Six. Five. Six. Six. Five. Seven, eight, nine. Two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine. I'll go. Uh, we'll go six. We'll go six. Agreed. Okay. Cool. Six is right. Tiago Silva. Ooh. I'd say also six. Yeah. Right. Two for two. Broja. He was... Um, he was good, but then he can't five probably six. You're wrong. Done. What? Okay. Why did you over Matuake? Seven. A winning goal though. Eight. But like he didn't do much besides. He had he 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 was good defensively. Honestly, I'd say eight defensively. He's an attacker, Peter. He must have scored the winning goal too. He can do right. both. Rough on eight, seven. Yeah, Peter, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. And uh, Gilchrist doesn't get one because it was too short. But hey, ten of ten because he showed passion up the shells. <laughs> All right, you know what? Peter stepped. If it was if if it wasn't for Peter and it was just me doing this, I'd get eleven out of eleven. All right, I was cooking. Anyway, eleven, eleven because anyway, anyway. Sorry, Poch's rating. I'll give him a. I'll give him. A, I'll give him a six. Bro, how does Poch get a six? Like a four? I thought some of his subs decisions bring Gusto. I don't, I disagree with it. Let's switch it up. Let's switch it up. I'll read the description and we'll figure out the rating. His decision to move Gusto to the left and Inkuku to the right. Just before the hour didn't... (laughs) What, Alex? That's what I just said. That's why. Like, I just said that. His decision to the right just before the hour didn't make a great deal of sense and seemed to affect Chelsea going forward. Then again, they created enough to win. This is so, this is, wait, to win this so, thank goodness for Matuake, a player the manager clearly wasn't the biggest fan of before today. Because of that description, what do you think Goal.com gave Pochettino? I've Four. seen them have that description on the player and give them like a nine. So I have no idea. That didn't help me at all. But I think that sounds average, so I'll say five. I'm going to go four. I'm standing pat with mine because I don't believe in Peter right now. Okay, I'll say five. He says four. Five for Pochettino. Peter is right. What happened? What happened, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Let's wrap it up. All right. Before our Zoom time runs out, because Alex and Peter can't agree on anything, we're going to talk about Lubintown once again. Saturday, December 30th, the match is at 7.30 a.m. for us. I believe that's 12.30 p.m. for everyone watching in the U.K. So you guys can have lunch and we can wake up to some breakfast Lewintown sits in 18th with 15 points. Again, another side that is facing relegation and most likely will get relegated back down, which is, you know, something that they've kind of had to deal with the past few seasons. And um, actually, is this their first year out of the championship? I feel like they've been up and down at least the past like few years now. This is the first year of the championship. Oh, what are you said at Lewintown, right? We're going this is away, right? It's a good question. It is away. Ooh, so that'll be fun because obviously they have the uh, 
the stadium. The, the stadium, yeah, exactly. That, so there's no capacity in the Premier League because we walk through apartments to get to, or not even like townhouses to get to uh, Lewintown exactly. Stadium. Chelsea sit in 10th uh, with 25 points, like I talked about earlier. And then after that, they're off for a week. They come back and they face Preston in the third round of the FA Cup. I don't know if we'll have a recap on that. And then we'll see what happens because following that's uh, the two legs of the semifinal against Middlesbrough and the EFL Cup. But for right now, we thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Talking Blues Pod to find out when new episodes get released. You can subscribe also on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to get that same info. Um, and we thank you so much for joining us for this episode. For Alex and Peter, I'm Josh saying go Blues. Have a good one. And we'll see you when we see you in the future at some point. Most likely after Chelsea, we would hope, beats a relegation side. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Priceline.